little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Hey, welcome to the Bunch of Dorks at bunchofdorks.com. My name is Mal, with me as always... Dr. Morbius. And we're here to talk about fantasy football. No, we're not. <laughs> All right, yes. Uh, so, uh, here's the shtick. Go to bunchofdorks.com. There you'll find three podcasts. They're all awesome. Well, listen to them all. Um, and if, you like more, if you'd like to hear more of like what I'm doing now, except like just me and more music and less talking, well, then you're in luck. You can go to Radio St. Pete, click on the button... 10 p.m. Sunday nights, the Indie Circuit, yours truly, Mao, spinning all kinds of groovy tunes, as it were. Who's with me? What are you doing? What do you got going on, man? Well, we got that 2D, yeah, two-dimension, as it were, Double podcast. Ds. Yeah, double Ds, yeah. <laughs> Comic book podcast. We just did our 100th episode, which is a really good one. Congratulations, man. 100 shows. Yeah, That's 100 awesome. shows of greatness or of uh, of goodness, anyway. And you guys are all very knowledgeable, very good guys. Yeah, we just did um, that, and I, did, and, I got the two di- and I got the Destination Nightmare <laughs> blog where I do comic book scans and all sorts of good stuff like that, so that's cool. what I got going on. So, Big on. 100, man. What, what, what did you guys do? We actually, for the hundredth show, we actually came up with really a really big show. It, it was it's funny. We started we started out. I don't want to give away too much, but I <coughs> will. Me, sorry. We started talking about like stuff in general. I remember I don't remember exactly what, but then our our theme, which is usually which is rare for a show, but we actually had a theme because it's nice. a podcast with no direction. Was we would pick our a superhero team and a supervillain team. Oh, cool. So we all did that, and that was kind so of fun. Who, actually, who were some of the supervillains that? Well, like I think I picked Doctor Doom and the Green Goblin and people like that. Strong, strong team. But, yeah. but my superheroes were very, were very goofy. It was like, let's see, a matter eater lad, a bouncing boy from the Legion of Superheroes, Brother Power the Geek. Did anyone pick Flaming Carrot? No, I should have. Did anyone pick Reed, 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 Reed Fleming? No, but I should have. Oh my God! Come on, I man. I wish you would have told me. Reed Fleming, the, he's the world angriest milkman. I wish I would. I wish I would have. <laughs> but I, no. But I had NFL Super Pro nice. from Marvel, and I had this one called US One, which was a trucker uh, superhero who had a power to read CBs. So I thought that was a pretty bizarre one right there. So the yeah, power to read CBs. CBs, yeah, that was his power. Something. So in the seventies he was going nuts, but now 80s, not so much. Now he's 80s, yeah. now he's kind of just like whatever. I wish I would have put in Flaming Carrot and Reed Fleming. We should have had you on the show. I don't know anything about any of that. Reed Fleming, world <laughs> ang- world's angriest milkman. <laughs> Great. Anyway, yeah, that yeah. was our theme. Very and cool, man. That's a, the, congratulations. Yeah, That's a big... Gra- it, was, it was fun. It was we're inching fun. ever closer to our big the one. Big three. 300, man. The big three. This is show 281, in case you are logging them in, in your you journal. In all of them. And if you are logging these in some kind of a journal, you should get a better life. Now, we, we, do, we <laughs> should say that, even though we do have... Uh, 300, close to 300 shows. There are the forbidden shows. Yes. Which will only be available through uh, PayPal and purchase if you want through to listen never, to Through Never, Neverland. <laughs> the other, the other <laughs> forbidden shows, which you may never hear. So, yeah. Uh, if you're around the first go around, congratulations. But yeah, they're. Yeah. I still have them, but they're banished to a different folder that the internet yeah, doesn't read. In a bad place. Yep, they're in a bad place. Bad <laughs> like, touches. Like Billy Moomy, where <laughs> Billy Moomy sent people in the Twilight Zone. We didn't like them. You go. 
going to a bad place because the corn. Nice reference, dude. Yeah, Twilight Zone reference. I want to talk about bad place, man. We did Roller Gator on our show, on our a movie oh, review. Oh boy, yeah. It's so, I hated it so are, much. Are I'm going to talk about okay? it again. Because yeah. you like because you, you said you had an aneurysm or something. I hope you seem okay. <laughs> well, you woke up to a text. I know, I know they shaved your head, so mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like did yeah, you that have was any to get done? in. No, they I I had them put a little latch in there. And there's a spot where all bad movies go that they just zap uh, with a little laser and it's gone then. That's pretty interesting. Technology today, I'm telling you. Tell you, man. Those millennials with their technology today, they can Laser, brain blasting lasers and everything, that yeah. That is so amazing. <clears throat> I love those kids. No, you don't. No. But yeah, so yeah, one wonderful times. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's go to some music. You yeah. know, you know, maybe it'll be next week. we got to do that other one. Now that i got those Edison cylinders... Yes. Yeah. I'm, what I'm going to do one of these show one of these weeks I'm going to actually bring in the Edison. I have an old crank Edison with uh with the horn, and we have a third microphone in here. And I'm literally going to I'm going to actually like <laughs> crank it up and put the cylinder on, and then you're going li- to we're going to play only the Edison stuff from like the 20s and 10s. It's going to be live. <clears throat> it's going to be live. It's going to be wacky. And is it PD? Is it public domain music? Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Since it's I figure century. if somebody from the 20s. Okay. Is that did that? Is listening? They're not gonna sue you. They won't be able to find me because they're actually zombies. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to some music that isn't that thing I just said. Where's your headset? She's busy right now, but it's coming. For crying out loud, you're missing important plot points. Hi, this is Conrad Schwartz of the Sanitizers, and you're listening to the Wild Bunch Show, Dorks.
happy now, asswipe. Okay, as the as the bumper alluded to, that was the Insanitizers. They, did, they were nice enough to give a trailer, could give a you know like a shout out trailer or a call out to us. So I dropped that in, and I did five pickups, relentless squid, dances like a robot or dance like a robot, and then undertow duo, guitar perk. Nice. <clears throat> Long names. The Insanitizers are great guys. Really cool mu- music, surf music. If you like that, go check them out. As always, I'll have everything on the Facebook page, uh, so go to see that. And Golly. Yeah, you got that chest thing going on still, man. You're no gonna good. To, you have to take some strong medicine for that. You got to take some of that moonshine whiskey or something like that to kill all the, all the, all the bad stuff mm, you got. Yeah, in. I don't know. I think I'll just do bed rest and tea. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Or, or maybe Roller wow. Gator gave it to you. you yeah, know? Roller Gator. <clears throat> Woof. Yeah, you know it's funny. We, were, we on the last show we were we did Roller Gator and we were talking about you know that what it's such a pos it was. But it's it's weird, you know. Bad movies have their eras, you know, and sometimes movies that are bad from a long time ago they have a charm to them. Oh yeah, some do. Some are some like do. really nice. Yeah. This one it didn't. <clears throat> but uh, you know the the other uh, it didn't. But I got but there's one thing about me in particular when I watch in a movie. It could be like a really bad movie, but if something catches my attention, then uh. I don't hate it as bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Of course. And as so I'm watching this movie and like in Roller Gator, I thought the main girl was cute, then I was okay, well I'm looking at a cute girl. All right, so I, you know, it's an hour and a half of my life and this is like a horrible movie, but at least, you know, I, I don't mind her, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of a strange thing if you latch onto something that you do like it kind of makes it not as bad, but, you know, yeah. to, to make a bad movie now, it doesn't have the same feel as it did back then, except for maybe Bird Maniac, yeah. which was just, like, laughably horrible. You know, it, was, it was harmlessly horrible, but, yeah, yeah, Rollegator was just a little too much, you know? Yeah, and that's what it was. I guess there was just not enough for me. Now, the thing, the thing I want to ask you, too, is a lot of these movies, you've watched MST versions of it, and that kind of... It almost like it kind of helps with the pain a little endears bit. Endears it to you a little bit. It yeah, endears it a little bit to you. How do you feel about some of these movies when you know, we should watch two of your favorite MST movies as movies though. as movies and let's see what you let's, see, I want, I'd like to see how you feel see, about it. Probably them. I would be I would remember because I watched you MST, MST so shows. much yeah. I would know it and I know them inside and out you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I would watch um, Space Mutiny would be one and then either like Soul Taker would be another one. Those would be two movies that I would pick, or Werewolf, which were so just goofball movies, you know. If I watched them, if I when I watched the actual movies, I would I would remember the I'd be laughing, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like, because <clears throat> in in a way, MST, not that it's the same thing, but it reminds me a little bit of the effect that MTV had in the early days. Whereas you remember the MST, the MTV video. Uh-huh. More so than the, the song, song by itself, you know. So it Some kinda, of the iconic ones, my God, yeah. you know. Uh, like well, Tommy Two-Tone, mm-hmm. you know, five, six, seven, nine, eight, three, oh, nine, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You remember the video. I mean, you still remember the song, but you do remember the hey, video Hey, Mickey, one. you're something like that. Remember yeah. that goofball or one? Wall of Voodoo, Mexican <laughs> Radio, or whatever. You, know, you yeah. still hear the song, and you go, but you remember the video. Yeah, it comes right in your head. Like, it, it, you just immediately remember the song. Like, to me, the, <clears throat> the, a strong example of that is one of King Don's favorite <laughs> bands, Duran Duran. I remember the videos more than the songs. I probably have seen uh, the videos more memorable in my mind than the song. The songs aren't bad. I kind of like some of them, 
but the video is just ingrained Which in your was brain. The, it was Duran Duran that did that um, pencil drawn. No, that was Aha. Aha, that's what it was. I couldn't take remember on, it. Take yeah. on me. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, you'll never forget wow. that video. What a, that was a really insanely cutting edge fun oh, yeah. video when that came that out. That song was an, it was an okay song, but it would never have done anything without yeah. that video. And then Safety Dance with the midgets running around. Oh, you know. Safety Dance, I forgot about that. You can dance yeah. if you want to. Oh, you can do. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah how about that? Days, man. Yeah. All those guys and all the Oingo Boingo stuff. You know? Showing my age knowing what these videos are, you know. Yeah, the safety dance and like, you know, all the all the freaking, uh, ooh, what was the other ones that? There was a lot of bands that really made it. There were one-hit wonders. There was a band Flock that... Flock of Seagulls <clears throat> and all that yeah, crap. There was a metal band I used to listen to, and I think once I saw the videos, I stopped liking them. It was Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah, I remember Grim Reaper. Because... They didn't look like a metal band. They kind of looked a little bit frumpy and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You were like, what am I looking at here? You know, they, they kind of didn't fit the mold. So I think that video <laughs> hurt their their careers. Yeah, I, you know, <coughs> video video helped a lot of people, but it could have hurt a few, you know, when they actually see the person singing yeah. a song or whatever. You go like, oh, I never really thought about that. But yeah, I kind of yeah, saw you it never know. You know, but... Yeah, I kind of miss those days, though. You know, that MTV, I think we talked about it before. That was, I think, the last really, besides the technology of today with MP3, that was the last really great promotional tool, I think, yeah. for music. You hey, know? speaking of promotional tools, what about that U2 thing? What about that? Oh, God. Remember yeah. that, like, the YouTube? Yeah, we you, were talking about Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit on the other show. I, I did not, you know, <clears> now, you know, on YouTube, iTunes, you can get their new CD well, for no, free. Well, it, it no, it, it's, it's, it goes right to your Apple product without you wanting it or not it's there so that's a great promotional tool for them they actually got paid millions of dollars to give away their record for free well how good is that how smart is that it's a win-win for well, both yeah let me know? let me verify uh uh how much i don't mind the song i mean the miracle of johnny ramon i don't mind the song it's okay you know I yeah because okay if i yeah apple's 100 million dollar youtube debacle so they paid them 100 million yep. for that for that <clears throat> music that is amazing. I was yeah. under the impression that you two said, "Hey, we're not going to make any money off it, so sell, give it away for free, yeah, and then we'll just make our money turn." So they just—they already made a hundred. They already got a million. Yeah, they got paid in, in the pocket. I, hmm, I don't well, know. Apple, Apple can can do it. <clears throat> Apple can handle that. Well, they bought Dre Beats. Yeah. Why? If, if Dre, I mean, if Dre Beats, if the if the um, you know, if the headphones cost four hundred bucks, I can only imagine what they had to pay for them. All I gotta say is that, like, hey Apple, can you buy us out too? You know, we'll we'll, we'll sell out for like a couple million. Oh, we yeah, don't need a hundred. We'll give you, you four know, million. Yeah. And we're we're a bargain at half the price. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's, what, what was what, wait, wait, I gotta ask you, what was Dre Beats? What those, is that? Those those, those Doctor Dre launched us launched headphones that were just they are they are insanely expensive. Right. And all he had to do was that because everyone knew they were Dre beats, Dr. Dre. So every rapper and um and uh, sports star wears them. Oh, so the and then so is? that's the end of it. So now every kid who's poor and can hardly eat now <laughs> they need four hundred dollar headphones. Oh, I thought the he- the, <clears throat> the headphones don't come in with built-in music or anything like that. No, they're just headphones. How much did they pay for these headphones, Apple? They're, they're I don't know what I don't know what Apple paid. But they're literally in the store, I think those earbuds that you get are like $169. That's... Dude, what are we doing? That kind of thing... That, well, 
some stuff that happens in the world makes me lose faith in humanity. Like where, I, like sometimes no, no, I I had with. very little to begin with, and then some stuff comes along, and I'm just like, I have Honey Boo Boo is is a rating star, you know, it, it, things that that are that my, the culture I live in accepts and props up the Kardashians, four hundred dollar headphones. Yeah, it makes me lose more and more faith in humanity, and I just wish we'd all go away. Okay, well, this you know, is, <laughs> like I always pray for the asteroid. I want it now. I, I got like, an I know. got an idea. This is copyright Morbius Enterprise and clown shoes, by the way. <laughs> Good. You know the kids, they love their sneakers. All right, so now we're, we're gonna we're gonna be doing this, and it's gonna be coming out soon for all you hip kids out there. We got we got um, slow robe out of go go shoehorns. That's uh -huh. right, kids. If you have a problem putting your expensive shoes on, we got a shoehorn for you with either a clown on it or no. or Doctor or Doctor Morbius's face on it to See, help you stick your foot in. For something to be really popular, it has to be pra impractical. Uh, it has I'm to have sorry. no real use or no. Like, you know, and it, and it has to be, like, you make a lot of concessions just to own it or use it. And those clippers? Nope, that's too useful. Um, it has to be something that's just that, so frivolous and so expensive that, you know, uh, that it's very cool to go out of your way. It can't to have use any this. practical use. No, no practical use whatsoever. Okay, I have to work Like, on it has that. to be a, a millionth of the storage size of an MP3 player, but it's small and has a window. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. and then 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 that's cool, you uh, know. Okay. All so right. so you don't know what song's playing. It's about a quarter of the price, but you can touch the screen. Yeah, I, uh, I mean it's five times the price. So you need to come and, with and an and app. The storage capacity is like a quarter of, and then then you're like, oh, this is so cool, you can touch it. And I'll be like, whoa. Okay. So we need to come up with an app then, or something like that. An app that just literally takes. Oh, I got an idea. No. Yeah, yeah. Instead of we got our new app, but it's called the C C R app. See our app. Yeah, yeah the crap. Ah, and it does it, absolutely it nothing. It works on numerous levels. No, no, no. <laughs> our CR app takes money out of your wallet yes! and literally just puts it in my wallet. Yes. That's all it does. Once you download it, you'll just watch like ex some money every day just goes away. Yeah. And you're so rich that a little light will go off on your phone and goes, you've been hit by CR app. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Morbius Enterprises Clown Shoes. Okay, let's Look go to some music. Look out for it. Look out, yeah, watch out for it. You'll just have no money in your wallet anymore. It'll be yeah, awesome. Yeah, as if you did. But you'll be so with. much street cred. If you're yeah. so rich, you can have the CR yeah, app. That's it. The CR nice. app. Nice. That's thinking right there. Yeah. Let's think on some music. I have negotiated my butt off, Giorgio. I've tried bribes. I've tried gifts. I even sent him some pet oxen. I mean, they love that crap in Malaysia, but he won't budge.
woman is a lot like um, a refrigerator. They're about six feet tall, 300 pounds. They make ice and... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one. But you can't stop at one. You want to drink another woman. So I says, yeah, if you want that money, come and find it, because I don't know where it is, you baloney. You make me want a wretch. All right, that was Snickle Fritz. I played 666. The second one was called Boner Soup, and the third one was called Chester Copperpot. Nice. So, yes. Titles. Yes, Nicholfitz has been with us for quite some time. Oh, so they're still uh, with us. Many, huh? many years, and they're still with us now. And thank oh, you very much. Okay. Go check them out. I will have the links in the show notes if you want to check them out. I would suggest if you want to write us something, go ahead. Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at hotmail.com. You can write us a note, and we won't reply. So speaking of <coughs> speaking of iTunes, do you ever go on iTunes? No. Do Why? people do people actually buy these songs for a dollar off of iTunes? I mean, is that like a viable thing anymore, or is that just kind of like because everything these days just lasts like twenty minutes and then it's over with? Is Apple hurting for iTunes, so they got to do that or something? I mean, we are on iTunes as far as our our, our podcasts go, okay. but nobody's buying it or anything. No, like I don't that. know. I don't know. I mean, I would assume that's that's how people buy music now. Like is it? Song. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Oh, and to answer the 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 question. I just looked it up. Apple's three billion dollar. They bought it for three. They dro- they bought Dre Beats for three billion dollars. Headphones. Well, the company. That makes headphones. They gotta do yep. more headphones for three billion. <clears throat> nope. God, that's like <laughs> That's okay. a lot of money. All right. All right. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. So obviously, it's the modern world of today. I think. Um, I think we need to invent something. Uh, guitar pick maybe? No, nope. too functional? too practical. Yeah. Well, ah, well, let's not let's let's drop that a one. Nose pick. So I I don't know if people buy that kind of stuff. Like I still buy a lot of, I buy almost. I'm not the typical con- consumer in that I buy almost no. every. I buy vinyl. I buy CDs. Yeah, me I too. buy downloads. I you know what I mean like I I purchase quite a bit of music in various various ways. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, right. there's this box set. Speaking, I'm talking about thinking uh, thinking about buying music. You know, I have a lot of dealings with Third Man Records. Um, that's yeah. the Jack White record Jack company. Jack White's been getting himself in a little bit of trouble lately. Oh yeah, what? Uh, well, it's kind of funny actually. He was he was like, there's a, there's a clip of it online. I guess he was having some problem with the with the musical instruments the other day, and he started and he did a rant on Rolling Stone and on the Foo Fighters. Oh nice. And he started goofing on the Foo Fighters just for a second. He goes, Yeah, hey you guys, when I'm up here, I'm the only one playing the guitar. Unlike bands kind of like the Foo Fighters or something like that, they have a backup guitarist playing the same thing in case you mess up. <laughs> and then he went on that, and then he started to go, and then he starts going on like, well, you know, now that I said that, I'm sure it's going to be on RollingStone.com tomorrow. And by the way, the latest album by so-and-so is on RollingStone.com. He starts going off on RollingStone.com. Yeah, like, and of course, <laughs> RollingStone.com picks it up, and they've got the, the somebody bootlegged it off. And he's, yeah. it was, it's actually pretty funny, so you should, you should check it he, out. He, but, yeah. he, he definitely... He's, he's like a little, he's a little agent provocateur. Yeah, he's know? he's a very big troll, yeah. like an internet troll. He 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 trolls his own people. Like he, you Good know, for him. yeah, I guess you know he he's he's doing his own thing. He is a very 
odd eclectic person. Oh, he's a I mean, businessman. But I mean, yeah. But I, I, at his soul, he's goofy, but he's a very good businessman. You oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's anyway, well. I always get the the Third Man records. I'm a Vault member, so I get like that monthly package or that quarterly package of. Did you get another whatever. one? No, it's coming this in the next couple of weeks. I'll be getting it. Okay. But they have a thing. He bought all the rights to the Paramount music. That was like whatever. T- I don't know what it was from. Like they, they, they made me. The Paramount made uh, records from like the 1890s to oh. to the 1940s or 50s, something oh, like that. Wow. Okay. So he bought all the rights to them, and he's releasing them in these ginormous box sets. Two box sets. Okay. It's called the Rise and Fall of Paramount Music. One and the first one is is a box, a wooden box that has like um like really big books filled with the stuff records uh it is a flash drive with 800 songs on them and it, and all about the like they're very all-inclusive now the second box that is coming out to get the rest of it uh rest of their stuff and that's um it's like an aluminum aircraft box that kind of thing very intriguing very he has a lot of style the rub is each of these box sets cost 400 bucks sure that's the thing part of me is like i don't know man uh six you know embossed ingrained you know um records with the top stuff and then a flash drive with 800 songs on it for 400 bucks along with these books and this presentation piece it's not that it's a bad deal it's that four hundred bucks is a lot of freaking he's, cash. He's figured out. A, <clears throat> a, he's figured out a, along with a lot of people that now a lot of the record industry is about collectibles, and it's about collectibles and about low print runs and like expensive items that you might want to get to invest in or whatever. It's not about and selling million records anymore. It's about. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's about charging more, putting out less, but making it more special. It is to a the special person. thing because the. The consumer is getting less and less. Yeah. And 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 the people without the money aren't going to be buying records. They're probably going to be stealing them in some form or another from right. downloads or whatever. So he's going to get the money from the people that have the money that want the special right. stuff. And that's a lot of music to be you know ripping off. Because I know I'm sure know. right now I could go on eBay and find flash drive copies of that flash drive but it's a metal thing that looks like but you this, don't get the booklet you well, don't get all the and even the flash drive is a metal it looks like a stylus from the old you know those old record stylus yeah, with those yeah, big round ones it's a collectible I mean it's a beautiful thing and I don't believe in collectibles uh, that's all bullshit to me I know you don't but that's what they're gearing themselves towards Jack White I mean you're saying you don't believe in collectibles Jack White is selling you collectibles every quarter every quarter but I open up and listen to him I mean I well you listen to him but he's putting them out as low print runs or whatever. I guess. I treat it as just a record. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, and you're looking at it in the real way. Right. And, that, and that's what I would do with this thing. I'd open it up. As a guy who's going to resell it or anything like that. Nah, or bullshit or on that. Like I'm that. just playing it and enjoying it, you but know. But, yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like it's going towards. I mean, nobody's selling millions of records unless you're, like, yeah. you know, some pop girl or somebody like yeah. that. or the Baby metal. Yeah, baby metal, metal baby or whatever, or, no. or one direction, yeah, one, or direction. one erection, or whatever the hell they're Ugh, called, and yeah. you know all those guys. They're probably selling records, but again, they're probably downloads off of iTunes and yeah, not it's CDs. True. So yeah, it's oh weird. yeah, yeah. It's weird, you know. It's weird business now. It is. It, it's changing. It's going to continue to change. It always has changed. It's again, just, the double-edged sort of technology. I think now it's just about. more. Um, it's it's faster changing now. 
Like before yeah. when they would change the whole medium, it was like a tedious, long, like going to eight tracks from eight tracks to, to cassettes. Well, everyone had to change their car st- stereo and their home stereo. And now what am I going to do with these 90, uh, you know, eight track tapes? Well, I still got to play them because I still like them. Now I have them in cassette, so it was a slow, gradual conversion. Where now it's just like <clears throat> digital. It's just everything is just. I'm just gonna go steal it. Well, I got it now. You know. I mean, it's hard for me to pony up the money, and it's hard for me to even justify it. Although, as we speak, I'm more and more ju- like going towards buying them. But I'm like, that's a lot of money, man. But but you know, in in a weird way, it almost seems to me like. All the different ways that you get music now, or whether it's iTunes or you're buying or you're stealing it, yeah. However you do it, it's it's almost in a weird way making it less important. It is less important. It, back then, it was more important. You actually went out and like well, you saved your ass off you for saved a record. Your money to you buy know, a record. You you knew when it was coming out. I mean, you still know when it's coming out. You were at a record store. It's just making it less and less. Well, now you wake up and it's downloaded to your phone I automatically mean, without I mean, your you know, asking for it. Yeah. Now, now it just seems like is technology an end to itself? Is it? Are we just addicted to the technology and not the product? You know, that's a that's a, a weird like idea that just popped in my head. But are we just interested in the messenger and not the message? Well, yeah, some to some degree. To some degree, we are. Yeah, we're interested more in the the the, the television or the thing a lot of times and more than what it's giving out. You know, not mm. that not that everybody's like that. I'm just saying a lot of people. It's like with a phone. We're more interested in the phone and what it does than maybe what the person is saying that oh, yeah. you're talking to or communicating with. You know, it's just we're becoming a strange society of tech heads and that disconnected may, tech heads. Disconnected tech heads. Yeah. Everyone's standing there looking at their phones. No one's even in the mo- in the moment anymore. Yeah, it's you it's, it's very strange. But that, but like everything else, it'll change into something else. It'll Hopefully. morph into something else. Hopefully, it gets better. So well, not better. I, I again, I different. I shouldn't say better. I don't know. You know. Sometimes you, these days, it's I don't not expect bad. better. I just expect different. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, well, let's go to we'll go to a break and then we come back. We'll talk about you know Kiss declaring that rock and roll is dead. That's an, that was an interesting thing on the music news that I go to. So here's some music. We'll be right back. Cleavon is lucky to be alive. He attempted to jump a jet ski from a lake into a swimming pool and impaled his crotch on an iron gate. But thanks to recent advances in stem cell research and the fine work of doctors Krensky and Altshuler, Cleavon should regain full reproductive function. Right, it's all about junk. My brother's pushing 30 now and I'm at 25 He's making smooth transitions Meanwhile I barely survive Oh God bless me God bless me God bless me Yeah God bless me God bless me God bless me Not a- 
survive Oh God bless me God bless me God bless me Well, how does it feel When your world comes crashing down And is it for real Is it happiness you found You got a smile for everyone but me But I see what no one else can see Behind your bedroom door You cry for me I just need some time
Let's take it home. Okay, that was Ninja Gun. CD is Smooth Transitions. I played for you Smooth Transitions, The Smoking Gun, and Jesse. She's only going to dance with me. All right, well, way to bogart Jesse there, bro. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> ah, I'm just playing or with Jesse's Ninja Gun. Girl. <clears throat> yeah, Jesse's got a gun, from what I understand. Yeah, no, that's so. Janie's got a gun. Oh, uh, so Jesse, sad. Jesse just has a girl, but somebody's <laughs> trying to take her away. Or somebody wishes they were Jesse's girl. Yes. Did Rick Springfield wish he was Jesse's girl? I don't understand that song. Let's just not try and... Okay. Right. So, yes, before the, before hey, the music break... What about that clown painting in the corner? <clears throat> well, that's just a clown painting in the okay, corner. Okay, I just made... <laughs> that's whatever. Was that a continuity thread? Yeah, that's something. Nice. Something. <clears throat> just remembered it, so I figured I'd re- regurgitate yes. it. Yes. So, uh... Kind of like last night's food. <clears throat> yeah. So, um... Before the break, I said, oh, okay, uh... Gene Simmons declared that rock and roll is dead. Well, maybe his rock and roll is dead. <coughs> Good point. You know, maybe who, you know, and then of course various people came fired back saying, "No, it's still fine, you know, and bands will rise up and it'll change." And I, I would say my opinion <laughs> and my like opinion being you know uh, whatever that i don't think it's as good as it was when i when i was a kid but i don't think it's dead i think it can revive itself at some point well maybe. it's just gonna keep morphing wouldn't it morphing into mm-hmm. what yeah it's just we don't rock know. and roll you know it can morph all it wants but it ends up going back to <coughs> rock and roll it can turn into psychedelic and Prague and country rock and pop soft rock, but it ends up going back to rock and roll. Well, yeah, that's what that that's kind of what happened when um when the White Stripes hit and there was bands like Jet and White Stripes and they kind of came back around with unprocessed raw sound, uh-huh. which which is what their whole you know because everything at was. that point everything was so far away from just music it was like you know you had DJs and layers and layers and layers of shit and it didn't even sound like music anymore and then. You know, then they came back around and everyone was like, wow, you mean you can just just have a guitar and a, and a, and a drum and, and that's it, you know? And yeah, the thing about the White Stripes was it was like they got lucky. They got real lucky because there was oh. bands like them around yeah. that time or bands that were stripped down bands, but he just seemed to click on some level, yep. you know? He and had a good, the right gimmick, it was the right so look, raw. and the right song. I mean, it, it was, was so, raw, so yeah. it was just like a hot rod. There was nothing special so about basic, it, but yeah. it was just like, wow, it's so refreshing, you know. And that's what it was. That's really yeah, what it was. You know, that one, that one, so he 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 got lucky. And yeah. That was that was during the end days of rock promotion and CDs and all yeah, that stuff. That's true. And he had the one hit, you yeah, know, yeah. Seven Nation Army or yep. whatever, which is really funny because when I, sometimes when I hear. When I'm watching a college football game, the marching band's playing seven. They days always seven. play it. And uh. That cracks me up, really. And really. and you know, yeah, I don't even really know. One of the things I with Gene Simmons and even you said about him getting in trouble. <clears throat> I think the worst thing that can happen to a band is it sticks around too long. Yes. Or a personality. 
Yes. You know, you kind of just get hit, sick of hearing from Axl Rose. You kind of yeah. get sick of hearing from David Lee Roth. You kind of like. And they've kind of gone away. Their personality comes out too much, and then you're like, okay, I don't need to hear any more from you. You know yeah, what I mean? Like rock and roll guys. Or I don't whatever. need to know your political stance on something. I don't need to know what you think about something. Just play the song, play that's the music, the, and that's the way I feel about actors. Just make a movie. Oh yeah! Just oh make my the god! Movie. Shut up! Shut up and shut up and act like the Joker or Batman. Yeah, or there's this one. There's a there's a commercial that I can tell is it wore out its welcome about ten seconds into the NFL season, and I can tell it's gonna be with me for a long time. Uh, who's that guy that played Batman? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, and he's driving in some expensive car which because the nfl if you know anything about that they love showing you shit you will never be able to afford in the rest of your life there's lots of jaguars and there's lots of stuff the the heart of capitalism beats in the commercial uh breaks of the nfl because they're going to show you lots of stuff you ain't never going to get but christian bale is sitting there and they're driving and he's pondering he's like they say you can't ever go home but that's not true you know and he's just talking and talking i'm just like oh my god and it was the opening weekend that came out, and I was just like, oh, boy, you know, Lincoln Town Car, or a Lincoln, it's like a Lincoln yeah. SUV, and he's driving, and, then, and it just, every week, it just keeps going. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. Partially I haven't cause seen it, I don't know. He is a very, you know, over-the-top character actor who most yeah. people love, but I kind of despise, you know, because it's just... Know. Feelings towards him one way or the other. I know. I heard he's a jerk. Yeah, I heard he did some stupid things on a motion picture set. Yeah, when he flipping was younger, out. Maybe like he flipped out. But there's a lot of guys that. There's a lot of people that have done that. Well, I guess even know. I guess uh, I I didn't know this until Seagal, recently. probably. No, sure. well, oh, yeah. I think he flipped out on a Saturday Night Live uh, show too. Who's that? Seagal. Did Steve he? Seagal did. Yeah, I think so. He's not allowed back. He doesn't seem like somebody that would, you know. Or he insulted I'll, people. I'll, yeah, I, he didn't seem like somebody that would like laugh. If yeah. somebody laughed at at his expense, he'd be like, "Oh, damn you! I'm so I'm so important, you yeah, know." Right, right, He's such yeah. a goofball. No, I'm thinking of a Steve McQueen. I heard was famously uh, not heard, so yeah. great to be around. Yeah, uh, I heard he was a tough guy. It <clears throat> could be difficult. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of people like that you hear about now. Uh, actually, they had a, one of those lists on the on TV on the internet the other day about top ten difficult actor and Kristen Bale was considered one of them but they only mentioned like one thing they did so it's possible these guys blew up on one or two movies and now they were like, just really they were like having a rough whatever. time and then mm. all of a sudden they're like ba- they're like painted with the paintbrush of being difficult I sh- I'd, I'd like to read that list that sounds sounds interesting yeah they had some weird people people that you wouldn't expect I remember Julia Roberts being on there again maybe it was one movie that this person did and they were having a tough time and yeah. all of a sudden now they're like considered difficult everywhere they go. One of the people, one of the things I've noticed is that like <clears throat> leading ladies or actresses that are tough to deal with just go away. Yeah. Like I I don't know actors seem to be around longer than actresses. Actresses really just kind of one or two movies and off you go. You're just yeah. And yeah. I don't know what the difference is, and I'm sure maybe it's the same with with actors as well. But it seems like actors kind of well, yeah, stick I, I, around a lot longer, my and then with actresses, uh-huh. and it's very and it's a very superficial, but it's looks. Oh, youth, youth reigns supreme, youth. and that's yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you know, right. it, with a guy, sometimes they become distinguished, 
And with a woman, they're kind of thought of as like, you know, well, she's no longer the pretty young girl anymore. She might be a better actress now. Uh, and that's not my opinion. That's what I'm just... Uh, uh, it's just probably, I mean, it, it, it's probably... Because I know. wouldn't paint any... You know, I wouldn't paint them with that paintbrush, but it's it's possible. It's, so it's child sure. actors. You're a child actor. Oh, you yeah, came in as done. a kid. And f- unless you're really lucky, like somebody like Drew Barrymore, you're done. Or, or DiCaprio. Or he, DiCaprio. He, he's made to, the transition to some very important works, you know. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought he was just a... I didn't care for him, but I don't know why. And to this day, I don't go out and see him, but he's a, he's a fine actor. It's not yeah, It's well, not that I dislike I him. Know. I just... He's in well, movies I don't look well, like. Well, well, Leo is now the UN Minister of Peace, so... What are you talking about? Yeah, he that? was he was designated as the United Nations Minister of Peace. He's out now. One of his roles is to be as a Minister of Peace. He's going out and talking about global warming or some stuff like well, that. Well, he hopefully you know? he doesn't go try to try and help uh, Ebola because then he'll yeah. just get murdered by the Ghanaian militants. Yeah, and and when he said that's the, the UN, headline ripped right out of CNN last, yesterday. And when they called him the UN <laughs> Minister of Peace, I was like, well, he's definitely gotten a lot of peace. Yeah. Of something, you know, but you know, but he's going, he's going around it's talking about the evils of global warming. Of course, global warming is the most, according to some people, the global warming is the most important problem in the world right now. It's not the Middle East, it's not Ebola, it's nothing like that. It's obviously global warming. Yeah, all right, dream on, as Aerosmith would say. But I, one thing about that, when I re, when I go back and read old stuff, read old magazines, read old newspapers, I found from. You know, 60s, 50s, not 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. It's the same old crap. It is the same. The, the old Middle crap. East is just like who cares? Yeah, it's but been it's, the same culture yeah, yeah, of hate they, since day they, one. It's they they yeah, they but they, but they, but but ever since uh, 9/11, uh-huh. it changed. Well, it we changed. It used to be over there. Yeah, the importance of it changed. It's in coming our, over in here our media, now. You know, yeah, and and it's coming over here now. As long as it's over there. It's a different story, mm-hmm. but when it wants to come over here, then it's like in your backyard. Then it changes a little bit. Well, people you know? get all angry about it, and more hate-filled, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the, and again, the double-edged sword of technology, yeah. which now makes it easier for stuff to come over here, whereas before it was like, oh, well, we're not going to worry about it because it's over there. Well, no, no, yeah. it's it's definitely changed. It's always been a mess, but now it's our mess, and what like the, that. That, that's a different. Yeah, one of the things I do, and I've, I've, I'm trying to like actually break myself of it. I do the um, I my home page is on all my computers launched to my email, CNN and ESPN. Now, I don't know why. Um, I read CNN throughout the day. I glance at it, look at it, uh, just the headlines, kind of keeping up with stuff. I really shouldn't. It's not a healthy. It's not a healthy thing to be looking at news. They're just. It's nothing but hate speak. Now it's it's it disguised is. as media, but that the news isn't news. News is just. It's just there to to uh, uh, like get a, re- a reaction from me, usually negatively, about all the horrors and all the horrible shit. But I, I wouldn't want to hide away from it either. I wouldn't yeah, want to not. I wouldn't want to not watch know about it. But if imagine a world. In a world. Now, imagine like if, if, if for a year you just didn't look at a single thing of news ever. You know how happy you'd be? You wouldn't care. Like this stuff that they have, the doom and gloom they have hanging over your head. It, yes, it exists. But who gives a shit? It always existed. Like uh, I disagree. I, dis- I totally disagree. If you want to be a blissful idiot, you go right ahead. And, and then you get what you deserve. What, what? What? What's the difference in your everyday life if you 
did that for like let's, let's just say for for the hell of it and uh, not okay. being argumentative here i'm just saying for the hell of it right for a year you woke up you did you ate breakfast you went to work the, the exact same crap you do now except you just didn't read about all the horrible things in the world so you, ju- you just kind of forget you just kind of pretend it's not there well i yeah that's yeah that's the way of saying it but what <laughs> what difference in your everyday life would that make at all what it, the difference it would make in your everyday life is that you wouldn't know how to react to life. You would be, you'd go, you'd be, you'd be like uh, filled with happiness be, and bliss. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be. You, you'd be filled. You'd be filled with a say with a what's a what you call it a fake sense that nothing is wrong. Where the reality, it's like it's like if you if you're sick and you say to yourself, I, I don't care if I'm like doing like I'm having all these bad fe- reactions and I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm just gonna forget about it. And I'm going to be happy, and it's all going to go away. I mean, you I guess in a way, that. this is the you same thing as if you were, if you were dying of cancer, would you want to know? It, I mean, this is basically the same thing. Like, would you want to live out your few days blissfully, or would you want to know so you can prepare? Well, you want to you, know? you want to prepare in in case you can prevent something. You know what I mean? You don't want to be so blissful that you say, oh, "I don't want to know about. It. I want to know about it in case I can do something, or I can prepare for something, or I can try to stop mm-hmm. it." But just by saying, "I'm going to let." The powers that be take care of it. I'm but I have no power. I have no. Well, I can't well, let's put anything. it to you this way: you can change something. You can say, "I'm going to let my incompetent government take care of it." No, here's what you can do: you can vote your incompetent government out and put other people that that could possibly take care of it, as opposed to just leaving the same bozos that are there now. They're doing absolutely nothing. That's what you can do about it. But if you don't, if you're blissful and happy, and you think, "Oh, everything's fine. I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to do anything," then you you know whatever happens, whatever you lose, you know whatever happens to you, you it's going to happen to you, and you're not going to be able to, and, and it's your own fault. Yeah. Whereas now you have a little bit, a little bit of a chance to change something, a yeah. little bit. I that I because I I kind of view my. My ability to change my circumstances around me has nothing. I, 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 I can well, I can make the I make the vote. I can do the votes. You can do the vote. But but that's it. But that's as far as it goes. And it's I don't really have a whole lot of faith. Even if I think well, somebody yeah, is great, the they're the same piece of shit as the one that's leaving. So I, it doesn't matter not. to me, you know. I hold not. I believe in oh, throw out the bombs and let's try some new people. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I hope you're right over my my negative look at no, it. But you know, no, it's, I, mean, I, can, I understand your point of view. You know, it's I, like, I, I don't subscribe to watching the news every day, yeah. but at least like uh, at least a little bit every week would be good. But the thing is, you can't get away from it. Yeah, Everywhere true. you go, your you phone go talks your, to you. Your, your browser, internet talks to you. You're not going to be able to get away from it, so you might as well learn to deal with it. Oh, and I'm not saying I'm doing this. I'm just thinking. I was thinking about that one day when I was sitting there. Because I was like, I don't really think this is healthy that I should be looking at so much news, I you mean, know. I mean, yeah, if you want to go back to the 60s, <clears throat> are you going to say, well, if you, w- if you didn't watch the news and you didn't, and you didn't know about Vietnam, would you have been able to, like, maybe stop the war, possibly? Mm-hmm. M- you know, maybe not. Maybe it would have kept going on and on. Maybe that would have been a good thing, that it would have ended, and, and, you know, but then again, you don't know. You know, you don't know because if you want to be uninformed about what's going on, then, you know, you have to pay the price for it. Maybe paying, maybe knowing about things and being able to either protest or change a government or do something, stops something bad from happening. That, that's yeah. what, that's all I'm trying to say. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I, I kind of, I almost kind of think that the government's gotten so big that even like protests just get squashed now. It's kind of a weird 
Yeah, it's I kind mean, of a weird thing. I don't know if our founding fathers would put up with let's some put of the it stuff. This way. That's the only thing the they're gonna yeah. the only thing they understand in Washington is getting kicked out. It's true. That's the only thing they understand. All I understand is we're out of time. Yes, kind of edited on a down, de, uh, Debbie Downer, but uh, not really. We're just talking about stuff. Well, that's all life. Right. It starts mm-hmm. out positively and ends tragically. Well, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> we all end. Up, we all die afraid and alone. Uh, so okay, that's it. And my name's Mal. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. And we'll see you next week with maybe maybe something more fun. But nah. Yeah, let's stay on this course. Yeah, the end is near. The end is near.